everybody and welcome back to another episode of Journalist Talk and today I have a few more reports that I did at the radio and I really hope that you guys enjoy. There is a bunch of maybe local and business entertainment stories so I really hope that you guys enjoy. There is a one story about sports so that's gonna be fun and and that's it everybody. I really hope that you guys enjoyed and that you guys learned something new that you haven't knew before this. And let's go to the podcast. Alaska is now seeing consequences for the swarm of earthquakes that has been shaking the land for the past weeks. A remote volcano that has been dormant for over a century is now getting intensified action and it could lead to eruption. On Tuesday, the Alaska Volcano Observatory released an alert for the Tanega Volcano after several earthquakes were reported per minute in the area, each of them being under 2.75 in magnitude. A research geophysicist from the U.S. Geological Survey, John Power, says that volcanoes are irregular, so they don't know what is going to happen with this high activity. The Tanaga is located in an uninhabited island, but the city of Adak is 65 miles away and its 170 residents could see ashfall. If it erupts, the most dangerous consequences would be to aircrafts, as its location is below routes between North America and Asia. Tanaga was reported erupting twice in the late 1700s, once in 1829, and the last time was in 1914. Bea Barros, KCSN News. California might raise the state's minimum wage to $18 an hour. CA residents will be able to vote on this matter in 2024 after an initiative named Living Wage Act of 2022 met the requirements to be in the next year's ballot by the Secretary of State. If this change is approved, there will be a second-highest in-nation minimum wage. The last increase was in 2022 due to inflation as a baseline. This year, the minimum wage started at $15.50 an hour. If the initiative passed, the new minimum wage goes up to $17 immediately and it would raise to $18 in 2025. According to U.S. Census Bureau, around 37 municipalities exceeds the current minimum wage in different amounts. The ballot voting to decide on the appliance of the Living Wage Act's increases will happen on November 4, 2024. Bea Barros, KCSN News. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill that gives him power over Disney Road as a way to push the entertainment giant for speaking against his political agenda. This new bill allows DeSantis to replace the Reed Creek Improvements District 5-member existing board that has ties with Disney. DeSantis already announced names for his new board, such as Martin Garcia, a Tampa lawyer and Republican donor to DeSantis' re-election, and Bridget Ziegler, a Sarasota County school board member and co-founder of Moms for Liberty. The board has a meeting scheduled for next week. Disney says it's ready to work within this framework and will keep bringing joy to all its visitors. This came after Disney spoke against a law that the governor signed restricting certain classroom instructions about sexual orientation and gender identity. This back-and-forth narrative is being used by dissenters for a political 2022 Republican presidential campaign showing what he is willing to do for what he believes. Bea Barros, KCSN News. Butterheads, 
pack up your bags. Warner Bros. is taking Hogwarts to Tokyo, Japan. A new Harry Potter studio tour is being constructed in the Japanese capital, being the first outside the United Kingdom. Fans are welcoming a tour already in the summer, where they can walk around the diagonal alley and platform nine three quarters, and check out some props and clothing items from the movies. Warner Brothers president of Worldwide Studio Operations Jeff Nagler says that Japan is the perfect place for a second location due to being one of the top markets and potentially being a gateway to widen the Asian audience. The giant production film company says that they intend to take full advantage of these popular franchises across as many platforms as they can. Bea Barros, KCSN News. California Governor Gavin Newsom won't be delivering his State of the State speech this year. He says that due to his dyslexia, reading from the teleprompter can be frustrating, so he will go on a four-day statewide tour and talk major policies goals in an informal setting. His biggest policy goal in 2023 is to pass a law penalizing big oil companies for profiting too high. This speech is similar to the State of the Union speech given by the President of the Congress every year. But it is a requirement from the California's Constitution that has its governor report to the legislature on the condition of the state. For this year, he'll be writing a letter to the legislature as a way to fulfill his duties. Even with his learning disability, Newsom has not slowed down as he gave two speeches in the beginning of the year, his second inaugural address and the hours-long budgeted briefing for reporters. Bea Barros, KCSN News. For all Southern California residents looking for a ride, I got some news for you. Brightline West and High Speed Rail Labor Coalition is working on a $10 billion project investment to build a bullet train that can take you to Las Vegas. The transportation is anticipated to be completed by 2026 or 2027. It would consist of a 218-mile system with trains reaching up to 200 miles per hour in a fully electric emission-free system. This also comes in a manner to help reduce the amount of CO2 emissions from the 3 million cars that travel to Vegas. Company officials hope that the train will relieve traffic in the Interstate 15 as well. The financial outcome for this project would be the production of 35,000 jobs, get a return of over $10 billion, and it would create 1,000 permanent jobs. Travelers will pass through San Bernardino, Victor Valley, Hesperia, Apple Valley, and Rancho Cucamonga before reaching Las Vegas. I'm Bea Barros, KCSN News. Hey listeners, I have a great news for you. I'm here to incentivize you to create your own podcast just like me. I couldn't think of a better partner than Buzzsprout, and I recommend them for you as a beginner in podcasting. Buzzsprout can help you with publishing your own podcasting every major platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. They also automatically publish on your personalized website, and they give you all the statistics in detail that you want. To start your own podcast and to win a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the instructions on the link in my show notes. If I can do it, you can do it too. Good luck on creating your very own podcast. The Twitter blue checkmark purge began. Current CEO Elon Musk had announced before that some VIP users would lose their verified blue checkmark. As a surprise, verified accounts remained untouched with only a new label saying that the account is verified because it subscribed to Twitter Blue 
or it is a legacy verified account. The label appears when the check mark is clicked on. And Twitter Blue is a recent program that allows the account to get a blue check mark for $8 per month. On Saturday, only one account from a major publication was targeted and lost its verification check. Previously, the New York Times said they would not pay for Twitter Blue and Musk's response was for just take it off. However, New York Times site accounts such as arts, travel and books content are still verified with the blue check mark. For a time now, Musk has been threatening to take away blue check marks from legacy accounts as a form of treating every user equally. Musk also said that starting on April 15th, only verified accounts will appear on For You feeds. Bea Barros, KCSN News. All of the state of California is still trying to recover from the rain and snow storms, but officials are warning residents to prepare for a powerful storm coming up later this week. About 16 million people are under flood watches in central and northern California due to a storm set to happen on Thursday in places already filled with large amounts of heavy snow from previous storms. The Weather Prediction Center says that with the new rain and the snow melting, the chances of flooding is very high. Marion and Monterey counties have started to advise and help residents and businesses to stock up to two weeks. Sandbags are also being offered to help people protect their homes. Fire Chief Jason Weber from Marin County says that the fire department will have staff prepared for rescues beforehand. The county is best known for its urban searches and rescue task forces. As of now, rescues, well checks, and community outreaches are still a daily task for crews in the San Bernardino County. Bea Barros, KCSN News. Disneyland visitors, hear me out. If you go to the themed park not only for the rides and meeting the characters, but also for food and special snacks, you'll like to hear that a total of seven items are being sold outside of the park. The soft serve, Dough Whip, was announced on March that would be going to grocery stores nationwide sometime soon, but it's already available at Amazon. There will be three flavors, pineapple, mango, and strawberry. The Mickey Mouse ice cream bars can be found at Target, Ralph's, Walmart, and other stores, but they are smaller than the bars in the park. The churros can be bought at various smart and final locations, as it is reported to be the same brand as Theo Pepe's churros pastry sticks. The Disney Parks blog published the original recipe for the Mickey Beignet, but the mix can also be found on Amazon. Disney Food Blog also published a recipe, but this time for the famous Mickey Waffles. The publication states that it uses carbon golden mountain waffle mix, which can be bought on Amazon as well. Coffee lovers can now subscribe to the Disney Signature Coffee Collection and receive special blends from the parks and resorts, including Joffrey's Coffee for $43.69. And the so-loved Main Street Popcorn Company can be found at Amazon for $15. Don't wait too much to enjoy your favorite snacks. I certainly won't. Bea Barros, KCSN News. Over 10 years ago, the U.S. Mint decided to produce coins that would honor each one of the 50 states in the country. However, some states are easier to find than others, since the production ran from 1999 to 2008, issuing five new quarters every year. In the back of each quarter, there is a state feature or a special moment in history, which for 33 states, the governors chose the design, and in 17 states, the residents chose the coin design. The total coins issued during those 90 years were 34.3 billion quarters, 520 million being from the state of California, which unfortunately is not enough to rank on the top five of the most issued coins. The most popular quarter is from the state of Virginia, which had 1.6 billion quarters in circulation. 
Other states with more than a billion coins minted are Connecticut, South Carolina, New York, Maryland, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and North Carolina. The hardest coin to find is from Oklahoma, with 416.6 million quarters minted. Bea Barros, KCSN News. Twitter is not only losing employees. Right now, a major news account said it's quitting the social media platform. NPR's main account was labeled as state-affiliated media, which is a term that identifies media outlets that might contain government input on its contents. NPR says that having this label attached to its account can be hurtful for their image and also undermine its credibility as a news source. Twitter then changed the label to government-funded media and attributed it to other accounts such as PBS in the U.S. and BBC in the U.K. PBS joined NPR and said that it will stop publishing the account and has no plans to resume its use. This is not the first time Twitter has been battling with journalism-related accounts, since in early April the blue check mark from the New York Times was taken off and late last year some journalist accounts were suspended for allegedly trying to expose Elon Musk's location. I'm Bea Barros, KCSN News. Women's World Cups now offering more money as prizes for this year's championship. The fund of the now 32-team competition is at $152 million. This money is now given to cover prize money, team preparation, and payments to players' clubs. FIFA president Gianni Fantino says the $110 million from the total should go to players' paychecks. However, the tournament is not having only good news since the pay for Women's Cup it is smaller than the Men's Cup in Qatar last year. FIFA officially announced that the competition this year in Australia and New Zealand will not be sponsored by Saudi Arabian tourism authorities, since there was some backlash due to the government's record on women's rights. The chief executive from Australian Soccer Federation said that equality, diversity and inclusion are serious commitments to the country's football and that they will keep working with FIFA to shape the Women's World Cup with all these values. Another problem... The tournament is facing is the lack of TV interest and payments to cover the event compared to the Men's World Cup. Bea Barros, KCSN News. And that was our episode for today. I really hope that you guys enjoyed. And again, that you guys learned something you didn't know before. And as you guys know, in the show notes, I'll have... All my socials, my Facebook, Journalist Talk, my Instagram, Bea Barros News, and our website right here where you can see all the other episodes and also check it out, everything that I've done in my journalism career so far. So that is it, everyone. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye!